why I decided to tell my story. Getting older, time is passing. I looked at what happened in my neighborhood and what I've been through. And while you're going through a thing, it looks like nothing. But years later, down down the line, there became a movement called Chirac. And it's a movement that the youth, the millennials, support. But some of the old school, old heads, they call us, we don't support that movement. You know, the scripture says when I was a child, you know, I acted as a child. When I became a man, I put away childish things. So there's a, the the Chirac for this generation is their childish things. When they become older, they will understand things. Why I start to tell my story and tell everything about what I see. I see young rappers and people that profiting off of a pain that myself and my friends created. And I could go on and let it continue with another generation. It will happen for them. This generation of millennials will be the OGs one day. And their Chirac will be a problem for another generation under a new name. I said to myself, I'm getting older. At the time of the, the today, what I see is a young rapper, not from my city, but he came to my city trying to start some bullshit. This dude named Six Nine, Takashi Six Nine. Then he got a federal indictment. I heard a rap from Jay-Z in 2018 sent bragging about beating. He said, I got away with it. Meaning all his past crimes and drugs and everything. And then bragging about how he's successful and so successful. Like, you know, in hip-hop, you're supposed to be the coldest person. Without a doubt, you got to big up yourself. But the stories I hear about Jay-Z getting robbed when he was... Young in the projects, which is part of the game. Then I see what's happening to these younger brothers, and I thought to myself, I ain't never get robbed. If anything, we would be the, the young group of people robbing people. Now, we wasn't the dirty, thirsty little niggas because some of my friends then got life for continuing the criminal enterprise. But, like, one of my friends who that life of continuing the criminal enterprise and that just doing time, he got, you know, doing time, his case got overturned, they'll be home. But he's like an imam in Islam in the prisons. A lot of people would know that. That's one of my best friends, and his son is a famous rapper. There were so many stories in between what's going on that I was compelled to come out and, and say something. I want my grandchildren to know what I've been through. I don't think my children even know. Because by the time they was born, I was like a minister at a temple. Saved like Malcolm X going from, you know, Red Little, you know, to Malcolm X, to Malika, 
Malik Ilhaj Shabazz. Been a transformation. I said, let me tell my story. Talk about my friends who were in their 20s, who were given an indictment for continuing a criminal enterprise. Talk about how word came down from Larry Hoover and his board of directors to tell me to turn my neighborhood over. You know, y'all was a problem. I'm the first, probably the first guy that got kicked out of a gang. Then got saved. You know, a lot of people leave gangs and go get saved. I got kicked out first. Then I went to God. Facts. My neighborhood was told, don't talk to me. Nobody wanted to smoke me. Nobody could put hands on me. They would get their ass beat if they got found talking to me. Who do that? So I said, I'm going to tell my story. On how a, a, a powerful organization told my neighborhood to turn it back against me. And then the drug dealers who were trying to take over my territory because they had more money than me. Start paying money, tens of thousands, to some of my elite or lieutenants. Got them to turn it back on me so they can get rank and get power to become a leader in my community, in my neighborhood. And that same person End up being one of the main informants against Larry Hoover. Yeah, I'm going to tell my story. On how I got on my feet, got a child, started working, became a minister. The worshipful master and free and accepted Martin Mason's grand lecture of the state of Illinois. Yeah, I can tell my, my story. How I became a slam artist. And poetry and spoken word and traveled throughout the country. Putting out hits before, underground hits before mixtapes was a thing. Ramming on other people's beats. And becoming a spoken word artist and winning slams. And being nominated for a Black Theater Alliance Award three times and winning on a third time. Tell my story. Tell your story. Everybody has a story. The best of whatever you are is when you're living in your own truth. I thank God that I can't live in nobody else's truth. I live in mine. How I survived to to survive, I could have went down with the entire organization, but I got I was kicked out in the middle in the nick of time. And I watched two neighborhoods that I was I was cool with and that supported me and I supported them. Two head people from these two neighborhoods went down in two separate FBI investigations. Yeah, I'm going to tell my story. This is why I survived. This is how I survived. Stay tuned. I got more exciting things coming. Talk to some of the head leaders of the biggest street tribes, youth organizations in Chicago. Got some big times from the vice lords, big times from the disciples, big times from the gangster disciples. 
that's going to allow me to interview them and bring you the word straight to the streets. I don't have time to put it in poetry and hip hop and rhyme music. I hate the way the community on the Internet. You know. I hate the way they digest music these days. So I got time to make it funky for you. I'm going to keep it real. Stay tuned. This is Corner Store Hustler Chronicles by Armand McWilliams.